friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with fans. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Man, Eric Asher. 
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, on this beautiful Friday here in New Orleans. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. So glad to be here. So glad you're there. And, of course, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. you got to leave for any reason. Uh, you can take these digital platforms with you anywhere to be able to check out the program. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. You can always catch the uh, podcast there as well because our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms, Apple, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, among, again, the most listened to when it comes to the podcast. Nash FM 106.1. Uh, and uh, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Uh, today on the program, uh, which is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza, uh, we're going to be joined by Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Vazan on Football podcast and blog. Uh, that'll happen at uh, 4.15. Uh, Christopher Dotson of Pelican Scoop will join us at 5.15. And then Les East of CrescentySports.com, Saturday Down South, and so much more will join us at about 5.35 this afternoon. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Um, of course, we were joined by Jordy Collada yesterday. Did a great job on the program, by the way. Um, catch that tonight, 9 o'clock, on Pelican Sports Television. Or maybe why don't you set your DVR, because I think most of the city will be watching the Pelican game. 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Uh, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television on Saturday afternoon. So a lot of ways to catch the program. It'll be up on our social media pl- uh, platforms this afternoon, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. If you need to reach me for any reason, Eric at EricAsher.com on the um, on the website. It'll take you right to, um, uh, right to my um, email account, or you can go ahead and directly uh, just click that and, and go with it from there. Uh, and, and I'll get that uh, email from you as well. Uh, today's program is brought to you by our good friends at the William Grant Family uh, Family Distillers, independent family distillers since 1887, a fifth-generation Scottish family distiller. And uh, what a weekend to partake in, in again, some William Grant, right? Uh, Hendricks Gin, Malago Tequila, Ray Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget about uh, Hendricks Neptunia, again, which is a proud sponsor of our Monday show. It's the limited edition of, uh, of Hendricks Gin, and it's in stores now everywhere. Uh, and then, of course, you talk about scotches, an all-star lineup of scotches. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, uh, and then Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. And then Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtroops.org. And uh, they do a fantastic job. And look, congratulations to George Laureano. Uh, again, the folks over at Public Beverage uh, and, of course, the folks at William Grant for getting involved in this give back. Uh, over over $200,000 in financial aid has been given out since 2012. And, uh, of course, they help active military members and their families, retired military members and their families, uh, when they get into a little bit of a jam. The donations help in, in covering maintaining uh, basic fam- family needs, also, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. A lot of people are needing that now in the aftermath of multiple hurricanes, tornadoes, etc. that we're dealing with. Give directly to the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtroops.org, or better yet, treat yourself. Treat yourself to, again, a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum, all part of the rum portfolio of William Grant, Drambui, and, of course, Fistful of Bourbon, and, uh, of course, don't forget about Hudson Bourbon, 
all part of the portfolio of William Grant, independent family distillers since 1887. All right, a lot going on. Obviously, French Quarter Fest in its second day. Uh, the city is alive. Just such a vibe right now that's incredible. Uh, right now, Zurich Classic uh, in the second round. It is a foursome uh, today as far as the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the style of play they're playing. Um, uh, and, of course, we've got uh, the Pels tonight, 8.30, in the Smoothie King Center. It's a red out. Uh, those of you lucky enough to have a ticket to go to the game, uh, there'll be red T-shirts sitting on every single chair there. But if for some reason, again, you're a big guy like myself and you can't get into one of those shirts, wear red. So it's a red out tonight at, at the Smoothie King Center uh, for, again, the matchup between the eighth-seeded New Orleans Pelicans and the one-seeded uh, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix, of course, without Devin Booker, and we'll be without him for at least two to three weeks, uh, according to multiple reports yesterday. And, uh, look, I've been saying it all week. Um, this Pelican team is playing incredible basketball right now. Um, the culture, obviously, has is, is, is changed. We've seen it. Uh, I, I've talked about it on the program a lot that this is no longer a team that, you know, it depends on one player, as, as we've seen in the past. Really, the history of, of NBA basketball here in New Orleans, starting with Maravich, all, all the way until Zion. Uh, this is a team, a true team. And they, and they have multiple weapons. They have, they have a bench. That, that is a legitimate bench. Uh, but don't be fooled. Don't think for a second that the Phoenix Suns are going to roll over now because Booker's out. Again, 8-3 and three without him. Uh, they, they've, they've only lost 18 games all year long. And they are, a, they are a deep team, and they're a talented team, and they're a team that has playoff experience getting to the finals last year. So, and besides that, they got Chris Paul leading them. And Paul is not going to roll over. Okay, Paul will win his team to uh, will will his team to win if if necessary. So again, we'll we'll be talking a lot about that throughout the day today. But you know, look, look there's a lot of guys in that team could step up. Crowder is a guy that again has a lot of playoff experience, has Finals experience. He can he can step up. Uh, you know, Cam Johnson is a guy that if given more playing time, he's going to be more productive. Uh, they got uh, uh, Landry Shamit. Uh, who has uh, came in in, in in a pinch last uh, in the last game uh, for Booker? Who can again? We've he's been with the Clippers. He's filled it up. He's a guy that can score the basketball. Uh, so you know, McGee can take a, a much bigger role in 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 in, in tonight's game. And of course, Aiton. Uh, you know, again, if he's a guy that gets the basketball fed to him, he can score around the basket. So look, don't think this is going to be a cakewalk by any stretch. But with that said, you have home court advantage now, and you know you can hold serve by winning these next two games. And then you're then, then Phoenix's uh, back is squarely against the wall in the elimination game going back to Phoenix. So one game at a time, one, one play at a time, one moment at a time. Uh, but, again, like I said, well, in, in game two, uh, didn't expect the Pels to win, but I expected them to fight to the end. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen tonight. Uh, I, I would give the edge to the Pelicans, but I do know that crowd's going to be electric. And, and, I, and I do know, again, this team's going to fight to the very end, uh, which is something that's all you can ask for. Uh, from a team that again started one and twelve, three and sixteen, and, and landed themselves in as the eighth seed in, in the NBA playoffs again after going through San Antonio and the Los Angeles Clippers uh, in, in in the play-in tournament. So uh, the the city is alive, Pelicans fever is alive, and uh, let's head over to the phone lines now. Joining me on the program uh, from the Hot Off the Bench podcast, also Fazano Football Podcast and Blog. He's with us each and every week. My longtime friend. Mike Vazan is with us. Mike, how are you? Eric, my brother, how am I? What? what Fire it up. Is, oh. this one, 
is this not one of the best weekends in the history of the city or what? It's a lot, man. I, I'll just tell you this from driving. I, I drove my wife, my daughter, and a friend of theirs to, to the French Quarter Fest today. And, I mean, the city is bustling, man. It's just so good to see again, okay, to see the city alive again. And, of course, sports has always been a, been a, a generator uh, for, for tourism and, of course, just, just for the vibe in this city as well. And uh, it's taking center stage once again with, again, the Pelicans tonight. The Zurich Classic, you know, again, as I mentioned yesterday, you know it's, you know it's big time when, when the Goodyear blimp is flying around your skies. And, of course, they're, they're there for the, for the rest of the weekend. And they got the Navy ships on the river on, on, at, at the uh, Great call. Street dock. I mean, it's all, it's all over the place. Suzanne on football, mock draft came out. I mean, it's a yes, crazy, it did. Week, crazy weekend. <laughs> yes, it did. We'll talk about that in, in a little while. But let's, let's start off with the Pels. Yeah. Um, Obviously, a huge night tonight. Uh, split in Phoenix. Booker's out after, again, scoring 31 in the first half in game two. It was kind of shut down up to the 445 mark when, when he went out with a, with a hamstring. Uh, they had made some adjustments on him. But, again, I think you can't shut that guy down, you know, continuously unless you're going to get an injury like you saw, uh, you know, in what happened in game two. But I would caution anybody that thinks this, this series is over. Uh, not, not so fast, my friends, because this is a battle-tested Phoenix Sun team. Uh, that again, well, you know, I gotta sit in. They only lost 18 games all year, so that tells you they're not used to losing basketball games. Yeah, and I mean they're they were in the finals last season, and they were extremely close to winning it all. This is a veteran team with championship, you know, thorough, you know, uh, blood pedigree, pretty much pedigree. Thank you. You're welcome. But I gotta tell you, man. Um, it took Booker scoring 31 in the first half for them to be in the game. I mean, without Booker, imagine if Booker don't play the whole game. Pels win by 20. I mean, that game, Chris Paul was clearly fatigued from the from the uh, from the game he had in Game One, where he took over in the fourth quarter. I mean, he was done the whole. I mean, he was done by the half of the midway through the third quarter in the, in the game two. He's just too old to put up that kind of intensity in that game at night at the game night playoff intensity i think charles barkley even commented about that that you know when you get to be a certain age you can't do that every night like you are when you were 27 instead of 37 don't we know uh, it <laughs> without yeah don't we know it for sure so dick booker's better have had the game of his life in the first or the half of his life because that's the only reason why to me phoenix was in the game and yeah i mean they took a Five point lead because Booker hits a three from the from the uh, from the from the uh, you know the almost half court. Uh, other than that, I mean they the Pelicans I thought showed great character coming back in that second quarter despite the fact that Booker was was playing out of his mind and actually were only down two until he hit that three. And in the second half, somebody pointed it out. It might have been you or Jeff Duncan. The Pelicans were either winning or had just taken the lead when Booker got hurt. So it's not like, oh, Booker got hurt, and all of a sudden the Pelicans took the lead. No. Booker, I think, on the dunk by Hayes when Booker got hurt, and that gave the Pelicans the lead. Now, whether or not they would have kept it, I can't see anybody staying as hot as Booker was for the entire uh, game. It's just so – it just takes so much out of you. But – um not saying the Pels would have lost. No one had Booker remained in the game, but to say 
had he stayed in the game, definitely Phoenix would have won. I don't know, man. I don't buy it. I just don't. They have no answer for Brandon Ingram or McCollum. Nobody can guard McCollum. I mean, Chris Paul can't. And whoever uh, the other guard is, Eric, you're going to have to help me out with that. Uh, no, the only thing that stopped him McCollum in game two was he was a little bit cold in the first half. Mm-hmm. And uh, the big dude uh, for the Pelicans, he's pretty much doing what he wants. He's getting offensive rebound after offensive rebound. Talking about Valanciunas? Valanciunas has just missed shots. So I think the, the Pelicans are a matchup nightmare. For the uh, for the Suns, I really do. And um, it took Chris Paul taking over the fourth quarter in Game One, and it took Booker to keep him close in Game Two in the first half. I mean, what if Booker only has twenty in the first half? Pelicans are blowing him out at halftime. So I, I don't now. Now you're right. Uh, I think it was McCollum that said a wounded animal is most dangerous, and it's true. Sure. And the, the, only, the other thing is, I don't want the Pelicans to get complacent just because, oh, Booker's out now, we got this thing. So it's hmm. kind of two things working against you. The team that has the injury, they all step up. The team playing the team with the injury, they kind of relax, thinking they have it. So it's a perfect setting. The Pelicans at home, it's a trap. It could be a trap game because the Pelicans at home, everybody's excited. You know, it's there's a, such a thing as being too keyed up. When you're uh, playing in front of the home crowd, you got to be able to check yourself a little bit. And I think the fact that with, with, and Nance has been playing unbelievable, yes. having Nance and McCollum as veterans, and Nance especially been in playoffs before McCollum, having them to sell the young the young bucks down, uh, um, it's going to be uh, going to be really really good uh, tonight. So I don't know. I don't want to say the Pelicans can win going away tonight, but I think they're going to have to weather the storm in the first quarter. I think the Suns are going to come out raring to go and then um, just kind of play their game. I don't think the Suns can match up with them if the Pelicans are playing their A game. I really don't. Well, they won 36 games this year, okay? Believe me, uh, if they don't realize that, you know, they are still considered one of the bottom feeders in the NBA. Well, what was their, what was, what's their record since McCollum came? What's their record since they started? Uh, I'd have to go back and, and look at it. Uh, I don't know if it's a winning record or not. Obviously, I know just the eye test, they played much better. But remember, they were playing better. They were playing better before they got McCollum. And, and, and then there was like a six-game stretch where, again, they, 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 they went into the tank a bit because they were trying to figure out, again, uh, you know, how he was going to fit. And then Brandon Ingram gets injured again uh, with the hamstring, I believe it was. And then he missed some games. And then finally, again, they get back together again where, they, where they're all on the court. And they, you know, they started to really kind of, uh, kind, kind of jive. But what, I guess what I'm trying to say is Willie Green is going to keep these guys centered because they've done nothing, okay? They, they won one game in Phoenix. That's it. Yes, they got through the play-in tournament. Uh, again, maybe that gave them a little taste of playoff basketball. But um, they're going to get a Phoenix team that is going to be uh, very, very uh, um, uh, focused on, on, on winning this game and trying to tie this series. And I'll tell you right now, I think we're going to get the best of Chris Paul tonight. I think Chris Paul has always said that's the house that he built. Uh, uh, he still believes that, again, again that, you know, uh, 
you know, that uh, I would say that he believes he's he's the greatest player in 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 in, in uh, Pelicans slash Hornets history, and I think he's going to come out to prove to the home team that, you know what, I might have had a bad game or a bad half. Uh, in game two, but I'm coming back strong because I'm, I'm going to give my team everything it needs. Uh, it's it's going to be a battle. Um, I mean, look, the Pelicans are playing great basketball right now. Hopefully they can sustain it. Um, uh, but, again, I, I would not count this team out considering the depth and the experience that they have. Yeah, well, Chris Paul can kick rocks. He didn't build that king, that smoothie king center. That thing was there for 20 years before he even showed up, or 15, whatever. I'm tired of hearing about how Chris, how much he loves New Orleans. He loved New Orleans so much he left them at their worst moment, the Pelicans, when they needed them the most. And I was okay with him going until uh, until my, my guy with the Bucks last season, who who said no. Everybody wanted me to go play on a super team, but I said no. Be honest, I'm staying home. This is this is a team that drafted me. I'm staying here, and uh, that made my whole outlook about Chris Paul. He's not great. I mean, he's a great player, but he doesn't love New Orleans that much. He left us. He left us. He, built yeah, he, he, he left because the because he well, had a cash pool owner that, 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 that got bad. rid of, of again, um, uh, Tyson he Chandler. And then they he sold the, then, and then they, it was, it was, it went into receivership with the NBA. I mean, look. Right. At that moment, Chris Paul could have said, I'm sticking with this team. They're going through some bad times, but I'm here. Who's coming to play with me? They didn't. He went and played in, in the beautiful West Coast. It is, it is nice out there, i got to say. Well, it's beautiful. But, I mean, he didn't. I'd have to say you're in the minority, Mike. I am of, in of, minority of most, of most look, basketball like fans it. in this city. The guy gets an ovation every time he walks on the court here in New Orleans. Uh, uh, again, he, look, again uh, we didn't that. know this until yesterday that as soon as – McCollum got, got, got traded here. Chris Paul picked up the phone, called him to tell him all about New Orleans, yeah. tell him about the fans, tell him about the city, tell me what he can expect, everything else. So, again, he, and, and his foundation still gives back to this city. Yeah. So, you know, uh, well, I, mean, I'm happy I have a whole different outlook. His number should be hanging in the rafters right now, along with Pistol Pete Maravich's. Uh, the, the, that, that's my opinion. He's no better than Anthony Davis. In fact, he might be worse. At least Anthony Davis didn't give us some phony, oh, I love you, but I'm leaving speech. He, I mean, sabotaged, uh, the, he sabotaged the playoff year. What are you talking about, uh, Mike? I mean, they came off. They what? came off. The, that, there was so much buzz coming into that season after what happened in Portland when they swept Portland. Uh, and, and one thing where they got one against Golden State. And, yeah. I mean, the, the fan base was in a frenzy. Everybody was excited. And, 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 of course, he said in the offseason, hey, look, I'm not going to discuss a contract until after the season's over. We're, we're yeah. a playoff team, and we're going to go to the playoffs. And then as soon as Drew Holiday got hurt, again, him and Clutch and, and LeBron James and the Lakers went, 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 went into tampering mode and, and blew the season. Now, luckily, uh, you know, the, the, the ping pong balls fell that way, and they got Zion, even though that hasn't paid off. But give, give, give Griffin a lot of credit that, that he was able to get the maximum amount for him. Uh, because, you know, if they could have gotten a bidding war with Boston, it could have been even better for for, for the Pelicans. For, so, I, I, I'm the exact opposite. I have no love for yeah, Anthony Davis the way he walked out the door. I don't have any love for him either. I don't, I don't think what he did was good. I'm just saying what Chris Paul did maybe is bad or worse because Chris Paul's the guy who says, hey, I love you, but I ain't staying with you. You're not good enough for me to stay with. <laughs> even though I love you, you got to go. So, hey, sometimes, well, I mean, sometimes there's irreconcilable differences. We agree. You can love and still leave. 
Yeah, well, we well listen. We agree to disagree. I don't think he walks on water like a lot of New Orleans fans do. And um, I think it's great that his charity still pays, you know, gives back to the city. But I mean, it's the least he could do. He left the Pelicans at their worst hour. <laughs> Walked out. The and team. honestly, if you look back on, he probably did the right thing because Tom Benson ignored yeah, this team did. for five years. For five years, he ignored it, which is one of the reasons why Anthony Davis picked up and left. Okay, he yeah, chose Dell Demps over Monty Williams. I mean, there are so many things we could talk about when it comes to ownership, uh, no, or again, no, front no, office, no. Uh, when it comes to basketball, of, and the history of basketball right. in, this, in, in New Orleans. There's a lot of guilty people involved. I'm not giving anybody a pass just because I'm ripping Chris Paul. But I don't want to hear Chris Paul is the savior of New, is the saint of New Orleans. That's all I'm saying. Chris Paul is the saint of New Orleans. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we agree to disagree, my friend. As we, are, as, as we do often. All right, got to catch my break. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. The guy who's disagreeing with me on the other side of the line is Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Vazan on Football Podcast and Blog. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Even on a weekend, folks, even on a big weekend like this weekend where a lot of people are going to be out and about enjoying themselves at the festivals, also, again, the golf tournament, maybe heading out to the Pels game, they will come to your home or your business and get you up and running when your air conditioning goes down. And, of course, Nate Certified Technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Uh, they'll give you that 30-minute courtesy call, so you have to sit home waiting on the AC guy all afternoon long or all evening all morning long and of course when he gets there only doing the work that's necessary and making sure again they get you up and running so many times again how frustrating it is when, when a technician will come to your house and he and and, and he goes through the the the, the, the uh, your system and then and then comes back out and says okay uh I, I know what's wrong but i don't have the part oh wait a minute and, and 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 the supply house is closed so it might be monday till i can get to you not happening with burkhardt okay they're, they're going to either go go back to their um uh, to their shop on, on the North Shore to get the part, have it, have it delivered. Whatever they got to do, they're going to get you up and running. If they can't, uh, they'll, they'll, put, they'll put some um, window units in your home in a few rooms to keep you cool. I mean, again, it's all about customer service. It's going the extra mile. That's why Burkhardt has grown so much over the, third, over the last 30 years. For a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. You're listening to the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Walgreens. You're pretty particular about keeping a healthy body. That's why the Walgreens Health and Wellness brand has over 2,000 products to meet your needs. Now through April 30th, select Walgreens brand health and wellness products or buy one, get one 50% off. Look out for an accident on the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side at the Camp Street exit. And also in the meantime, look out for delays that are going to be heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway with delays heavy from Lafayette Street to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to just past power and the delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Bonneville to the high rise on the 610 on the eastbound side your delays are solid 
from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also be mindful of delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. And in the meantime, also look out for accidents on your surface streets, Jackson Avenue at Ferret and also Wisner Boulevard at Mirabu. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. about the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. I was out by the fairgrounds today checking out the uh, uh, the fairgrounds, getting ready for the, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, the 2022 edition, Friday, April 29th to Sunday, May 8th. Uh, and, of course, the food is incredible. I mean, just the, the food booths are going up. Of course, uh, all the stages are going up as well. Uh, you can check out the arts and craft, but you can spend the day just doing that. And then, of course, the, the lineup is second to none when you talk about the musical lineup. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Stevie Nicks, Willie Nelson, Luke Combs, The Who, uh, Jimmy Buffett, Erica Badu, Lionel Richie, Ludacris, Nora Daniels, Lauren Daigle, uh, Randy Newman, Charlie Wilson, The Revivalist, uh, also Trombone Shorty, Billy Strings, The Black Crows, Nelly, uh, Cool and the Gang, The Meters, Jose Feliciano, Galactic, Elvis Costello, Boss Gags is going to be there. The guy, Dumpster Funk, Ivan Neville. 
Kerman Ruffins, the Soul the Soul Rebels, Buster Rhymes, also Tank and the Bangas, Dirty Dozen Brass Band, uh, Big Freed is going to be there. Also Terrence Blanchard, Chris Isaac, Ricky Lee Jones, Charmaine Neville, Samantha Fish, John Cleary, uh, the Pine Leaf Boys, and of course so much more. Uh, get out there and enjoy again the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Local acts, international acts, national acts, some of the best music you're ever going to find is going to be at this year's New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Friday, April 29th uh, through Sunday, May 8th, uh, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival presented by Shell. All right. And we are back. Through all the evolution that this position went through, there remains one man who is redefining what it means to be a point guard in the modern NBA era. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why Chris Paul is called the Point God. And can we get a round of applause for Chris Paul, the Point God? Yes. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you. CP3 in the house. All right, Mike Mazan rejoins on the program. Each and every year he does a mock draft. Sorry, sir great play i mean he's got no loyalty but he's a great play he's been with 27 different teams <laughs> nobody can he is the point god two seasons wait wait a second he gets traded everywhere he goes except he dumped on new orleans but everywhere else he goes he gets traded well, he, 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 the dude has never dumped on new orleans bro okay never right. never once okay. come on man you pull right. you, you you're pulling stuff on stuff out, out of your rear end now Okay, if you got an axe to grind with Chris Paul, I'm not sure what happened, but come on. Let's be fair about it, okay, (laughs) at the very least. Look, look, we need to move on because we're going to run out of time here. Uh, (laughs) We've got got Mike Straff is back, and uh, he's done some great drafts, by the way, in the past, uh, picking guys that, again, maybe you never heard of, like Paulson Adebo. Uh, picking guys like Trey Hendrickson for for the Saints, Rick Leonard, who was a guy that he had he had picked late, but Saints picked him like in the fourth round. Uh, and his and I looked at his mock draft last night. And I went, if that's the, if that's the if that's the Saints draft, I'm good. I'm I'm real good. Mike, why don't you take it from the top? Tell the folks what uh, what you're looking at, uh, at at 16 for the New Orleans Saints. Well, I mean, listen, I just figured the Saints. The, the thing that jumps out at you is the Saints to UI receivers, the playmaker at the wide receiver position. And to me, um, it looked like at 16, now I only use one scouting service because it's free, the free one. And they had the guys, a lot of guys uh, picked before 16, or at least they had them rated before 16, ranked before 16. But I had Chris Olave, or Olave Ohio State wide receiver. Um, because I mean, his his Alave. speech, Alave, his speech, his speed just jumps off the the screen when you're watching run, when you watch his tape. Um, nobody catches him from behind. He blows by people he can catch. You seem like a, a he's got some toughness to him. Um, he's going to be a deadly player uh, in that Saints offense that can exploit weaknesses and create mismatches. And I mean, just team with Michael Thomas and, and Alvin Kamara, and um, you know, I just I just love him at that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, no more late round wide receiver experiments. Let's just go out and get a guy with elite speed, elite speed, and elite talent. And, and he's a guy that runs great routes as well. I've been doing a lot of research on him. 
and, uh, and, and a lot of the other wide receivers. He's a guy with speed that runs precise routes, and that, that's maybe one of the differences between him and maybe some of the other speed guys. Well, that's what made uh, Steve Smith so so uh, so great. Um, the great wide receiver from Cal on. I mean, he he, uh, he ran such great routes, and he was such a great receiver that um, I think um, he could pass favorably to him. But he's got a little more speed. Yeah. Well, what you're with a 19 pick? Uh, where'd you go? I went with Bernard Raymond, the uh, offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. He's so he's very athletic. He's long. He's got crazy long arms. He's got great lateral movement, and and so he can pass protect on the blind side. And he's got uh, he's a mauler on and and uh, uh, run blocking. He's the whole package, and he's you, you, you draft him, and he, you have a starting tackle uh, day one. In, in the second round, forty nine. Uh, you went with a safety, and, and it's interesting because there's only about a handful of safeties that, that, are, that are projected as, one, as top safeties in this draft, and, and you found uh, the second-best safety in the draft based on, again, most boards. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, the kid out of Michigan State is rated right the top safety, uh, Dex Hill, and you have Kyle Hamilton. But uh, I, went I, with... I like Hamilton, who's got more range, but go ahead. Yeah, Um but Hamilton's rated a top ten pick, and he's not going to be, he's not going to be there. Agreed. Um, in the in the second round at, at forty one, or Joaquin or Joaquin Brisker, safety out of Penn State. Uh, just looking at his tape, just a hard hitting physical safety, but he also can can play center field. He's got good range. Uh, in the past game, but uh, unlike his predecessor, Marcus Williams, he will tackle you, and he will make you, and you will know you were tackled once he hits you. So he's a good physical. He's got really good size, 6'1", 200, good speed, and, um, you know, very intelligent, uh, good leader, good ball skills. Uh, if he gets, if he's sitting there when the Saints pick in the second round and they pull the trigger, I'd be a happy guy. Mm-hmm. In the third round, you went quarterback. Interesting uh, pick. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not a great draft for quarterbacks, but it's a deep draft uh, for, for QBs. I mean, I went with with uh, Carson Strong, quarterback out of Nevada, and you can make the case that he's as good as any of the guys projected in the first round. I mean, he played at a smaller school, but, I mean, a lot of great quarterbacks played at a smaller school. And done well in the NFL. He's got really good pocket presence. Can can move. What I love about him is the classic pocket passer. But he does have some mobility, and uh, he's got great anticipation with his throws. Good pre-snap reads. Uh, strong arm. Maybe the strongest arm, if not one of the strongest arms this year with these quarterbacks. And um, he's the way he's ranked. Uh, the Saints would have a really good shot of picking him in the third round, and uh, he's got great size at six three two thirty. Um, I'm like, the Saints could use a quarterback, and here's a guy with Jameis Winston only on a two year deal. He could be a good plan right. B for you. You went tight end in the fourth round, and I saw this kid play. This kid's a very good tight end. Talk about him. 
Jelani Woods, a tight end from Virginia. He's 6'7", 260, runs a 4'6". And the thing about his speed is he's deceptively fast. Because he's got long strides and long legs, he doesn't really look like he's moving as fast as he is. But he can move, especially for a tight end. He's a converted wide receiver. I think it was at Oklahoma State and transferred to Virginia. They moved him to tight end. He really only started one year and blossomed for one season. Um, he's got really long arms, huge hands, soft hands, great catch radius. And here's the other thing. He's a really good blocker. Uh, I saw some on his tape where he almost lines up in a pseudo-tackle position and runs and, and pass protects, and he does a really good job. So um, I think he'd be a steal here. Uh, he's, he's shooting up the charts as we speak. Um, but there's a, there's a few other tight ends that are ranked ahead of him that I think would go before him, and I think he'd be mm-hmm. sitting there in the fourth round for the Saints. You went wide receiver again in the fifth round. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, look, it's the, it's the fifth round. What are you looking for? Well, let's get Jameis some more weapons. Um, I already picked my tight end. Let's go with a fa- another fast guy, and that's take Tyquan Thornton out of Bailey, 6'3". 200 pounds, 180 pounds. He's another, runs a 4-2-8-40. So now you're getting speed. You get a guy who could catch. Uh, he can be your Devery Henderson, uh, mm-hmm. your Robert Meacham. He's gonna, he can stretch the defense for you. Plus, he can catch the ball. He can go up and get 50-50s and high point the ball. And with the, the way wide receivers are, are playing now in college, they're just ready for the pro game, you know, day one. And whether you right. pick them in the first round or the fifth round. I mean, you put these guys on the field and you play them. And, I mean, with his speed, and if you have Olebe and you have Michael Thomas and Kamara, all of those guys on the same field at the same time, it just creates a lot of problems for, for the defense. And uh, Twyquen Thornton is, is the is the receiver out of Baylor, if you guys want yeah. to look him up, 4.28 uh, in, in the 40. Um, in, in the sixth round for their final pick, you went defense. Yeah, Dominique Robinson, he's another guy. He's a converted wide receiver. He's from Miami, Ohio, uh, 6'5", 260. Great, great out of the blocks. I mean, really, sh- like he shoots out of a cannon. But but he's got good strength. He can leverage his long arms against the tackle in a bull rush, but he can also swim you. Now, he only he played in a smaller conference, which would probably make his draft stock go down a little bit and there's other edge guys that are projected higher than him uh in fact i don't know if i i might have them a little bit ranked too low in the sixth sixth round i might be with you know wishing a little bit dreaming that he'll still be there but uh who knows maybe he will be um and uh the saints will jump on him if that's the case you're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Massan with us. Hot Off the Bench podcast. Zen on Football podcast and blog. Mike, if folks want to want to research that a little bit more and find your blog, how can they do that? Well, you just Google for Zan on Football, and it'll take you right to it. I use Google's Blogspot blog. So, I mean, it's it's me, football2 at blogspot.com. But, I mean, you can just Google for Zan on Football. And that'll pop right up. LSU baseball last week got swept by Arkansas. Got a win last night against Missouri. Big, big weekend uh, for the Tigers uh, in, in terms of baseball. And then, of course, 
right across uh, uh, right across the um, the campus is of course um, uh, spring football tomorrow. Uh, going to be huge uh, with with Brian Kelly now uh, again trying to put his team together. Most people will be focusing on the quarterbacks. It's a one one o'clock start for the Tigers tomorrow with the spring game. Mike, what are you looking for? For the spring game, well, I've, yes. I've been I've been hearing that that Miles Brennan's really way ahead of the pack. I would like to see how he performs tomorrow, just to seal the deal to make him the entrenched as the number one. Um, I want to see uh, some of the young young freshmen coming in, see how they do, how the offensive line performs. Uh, LSU lost some DBs. I want to see how the young guys or the replacements play uh, on defense. And I just the main thing I want is I don't want any bad injuries. So if they can get through that without any key injuries, um, the glorified scrimmage, um, that would be the number one thing on my agenda. As mentioned, LSU twenty-five and twelve, eight and eight now in the CC in the SEC now five hundred in conference. Uh, talk a bit about the baseball team and your thoughts thus far. I mean, they're. they're Pretty much what I expected them to be, up and down. Um, they swept um, Mississippi State, and then they get swept by Arkansas. They could possibly sweep Missouri this weekend. I mean, Missouri had their best pitcher on the hill last night, and he did well for a while until LSU saw him the third time in the lineup, and then they started popping him. Um, I just think uh, Missouri just doesn't have – I mean, the, foul, the, the uh, pitching or the firepower to, to play with LSU in the box this weekend. Now, having said that, LSU um, always seems to have trouble when they're hitting. If the, When one player, it's like the whole team at once can't hit. Or if one of, them, one of them starts to be able to hit, then the other guys follow suit. Last night, Barry had, uh, Barry had two home runs and a single. And uh, he was hot. I mean, Cruz was his steady self. Um, uh, first baseman, he did great. Trey Morgan. I mean, it's like those three guys, it's going to be tough. And then you have a guy like Joe Bad who's been in a slump, but he know he can hit. I mean, they LSU can put up a lineup that can hit with anybody. And I think their pitching's coming around, but they're still – in that inconsistent stage, and their schedule sets up nice for them where they can go on a pretty good run here. Folks, don't forget, if, you, if you're looking to be able to find the spring game tomorrow, normally it would be on like on ESPN or SEC Network. It will be on SEC Network Plus, so again, they'll be streaming. You can also stream that on LSUsports.net backslash live. There's something called, I think it's called the Ticket uh, you click on that, and uh, and you'll be able to see the game, uh, spring game live. Uh, Mike, uh, as we get ready to, get to, to to roll out, got about two and a half minutes left. Uh, your thoughts on tonight's game? Well, I mean, again, I think I, I know you were saying that Willie Green should, you know, caution the players that look, you know, you only won 36 games and and stuff like that. But if it was me, I'd be saying, look. You're better right now. You're actually playing better than Phoenix, and or at least as good. Go out there and keep doing what you're doing. Everybody's telling you you only won because Booker got hurt. So go out and prove everybody wrong. Uh, go out and, and play your best game. I think I think the way they're playing is a matchup problem for the Pelicans. I think they're a little bit too quick for them with with uh, 
McCollum and Ingram. Uh, and then I think I think the Pelicans bench is a, is one of the strongest in the league. I mean, it's I think that their bench is better than Phoenix's bench right now. So, and you're talking to a guy who is a big time skeptic skeptic of the Pelicans all season. Sure. And it was you and the mm-hmm. doc that kept saying, no, no, this team can play given the right circumstances. And you guys were right. And um, that's why I can't believe Doc just texted us saying Chris Paul's going to score 40 tonight and, and, the, and the Suns are going to win. I think he has to carry. I agree with Doc. I think he has to carry the Suns tonight. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's got to score 40, but whether he's a facilitator, uh, rebounding, uh, you know, I think he almost has to have a triple double night tonight. Uh, but um, yeah. uh, this is going to be a big one because again, you, this is the next step for the Pelicans. Knowing again that you've got a team that maybe lost to one of their best, if not their best player, and and now to stay focused, play your game, be able to deal with the adjustments that Monty Williams is going to throw at them. So this is a, this is a big game, and and um, this will show a lot in the maturation process of this team tonight on how they can well, deal with it. Be- Booker's a huge loss. Booker's oh, like good. losing Kamara or Thomas. Like, like losing right Zion. <laughs> right before like... you're going, no. Right before you're about to play a playoff game and all of a sudden, oh, guess what? Your best player can't play. Mm. Wait, wait, or what? like losing really? Pierre Thomas against San Francisco when he gets a concussion on a on a cheap uh, hit? No, I think Booker is more important to this team than any of those guys are. To, right. to, to, the, to Thomas or any of them. And Booker is a huge loss. That's why I'm saying the Pelicans are kind of a match matchup problem for them right now. I mean, they lost a huge piece of their offense. Mm-hmm. From, from your mouth to the basketball gods' ears, how's that? Well, I, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm all on. I'm all in with the pelvis man. Well, I know you're on the bandwagon. I saved the spot for you, dude. It's a little spot. You, you're kind of sitting like, up. like, like me and the doc are sitting there, and you're kind of like sitting in the middle of us. You got a little spot where again, you know, you got to kind of, kind of squeeze in. We left a little spot for you. Well, I appreciate that because you knew I'd come around. Oh well, winning changes everything, right? You're damn right. <laughs> well, <laughs> no not doubt. just winning, but the. But they look like they got their act together now. With Willie yes, Green no, it, and, it's. And the, and, and the, the it looks like it could be sustainable happen. winning. That's the beautiful yeah. thing. It's yeah, not. No I don't doubt. think it's just a fluke. No, no doubt. No, this, this is a build. This is that's why I'm saying. No matter what happens, they're playing with house money right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> how about how about Willie Green's fourth quarter speech in, in the in the in the playing game? Oh. I mean, who wouldn't? That's life change. I mean, that's unbelievably. That's a great moment. That will go down yep. in history. The Pelicans stay on this trajectory. They can point to that moment. And he said, yep. no, we're not giving this up. you got to fight. I, would, I loved it. I couldn't believe how animated he was because he's not that guy. Right. No, he is. He's a quiet guy, and he was really animated. Mike, thanks as always. We'll check in with you next week uh, talking a little about the draft. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Santa Football blog, and, of course, uh, podcast. Mike, thanks as always. All right, that's Mike Mazan, I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to the William Grant Family Stills Fry Extravaganza. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss. Are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Well, there you have it. It. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SALE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SALE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SALE. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. 
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down. They'll be there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. It's the William Grant family. It's still those Friday extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. With fam. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and Salmonella. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas, wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview.
man, Eric Asher. Inside New Orleans on this uh, lovely day, as uh, again the late Bill Weathers would sing, right? Lovely day here in New Orleans. Zurich Classic in New Orleans, round two out in Avondale. The French Quarter is alive with again French Quarter Fest. And uh, things are starting to hop around the Smoothie King Center, the blender, as folks are getting ready for again the pregame party out in front of the uh, Smoothie King Center uh, for again game three. Pelicans versus Phoenix Suns with the game with again the series tied at one. Of course, you're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Eric Asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, four to six. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you guys tuning into the program. If you have to walk away for any moment, hey man, feel free to download the iHeartRadio app or TuneIn Radio app. Our digital platforms allow you to take the show with you anywhere. Of course, our podcast is also available on iHeart, Apple, TuneIn. Uh, Anchor's our home base, but our podcast is everywhere. So check it out on your favorite podcasting platform. Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. For those that are just finding us, a lot of ways to be able to catch our program. And, of course, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. It's up on our social media platforms uh, as of right now. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, joined me yesterday on the program. Check us out uh, tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LE. I'll set your DVR. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, always at ericasher.com, always on the WLETV YouTube page as well. I want to thank Mike Mazan for joining us for the program. We're just five minutes away from Christopher Dots at a Pelican Scoop. Uh, com, and, of course, we'll finish up with award-winning journalist Les East of CrestedySports.com. We'll talk Saints, uh, uh, LSU spring game, and Pelicans with him. What a great weekend to be able to enjoy a William Grant product, independent family distiller since 1887, um, family-owned and operated, fifth-generation um, uh, Scottish family distiller, uh, and, of course, just incredible brands like, again, Hendrix Gin, Malaco Tequila, Reka Vaca, uh, including, again, Hendrix Neptunia, a uh, proud sponsor of our Monday show. Uh, that limited edition uh, gin, uh, super premium category, is out there ready for you at your favorite spirit store. Pick up a bottle or two. Uh, and, of course, be ready for a great weekend with William Grant. Uh, if you're a scotch drinker, we've got an all-star lineup of scotches for you, all award-winning. Glenn Fittick Scotts Whiskey, the Valvini Scotts Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotts Whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey's Shoulder Single Malt. Uh, if you love Irish whiskey, we've got the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world in Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Just an incredible Irish whiskey. It's with the Irish drink. And, of course, Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Spice Rum that is purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Making sure that, again, we take care of those who, again, have fought for us, uh, whether it's retired military, active military members, and their families, okay? Uh, if they get into a little bit of a jam, the God Foundation is there for them. www.gotourtroops.org since 2012, over $200,000 in financial aid has been given out to Louisiana active military members, veterans, and their families. And, of course, you can keep it going by buying a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. 
They help with, again, insurance premiums, utility bills, mortgage payments, rents, home repairs, living expenses, basic family needs. Uh, they're there for them. And, of course, if you know as someone that is in need, that, again, has, has active military, retired military, or their family, point them to the, to the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org. And while you're doing that, pick up a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, part of the portfolio of William Grant, along with, uh, again, Florida Canyon Nicaraguan rum. And uh, a fistful of bourbon whiskey and Hudson bourbon whiskey. Uh, what a great portfolio. And even throw some Drambuie in there as well. Some folks just love, you know, you drink a Rusty Nail, you drink a Drambuie. So Drambuie, again, a part of that William Grant um, uh, portfolio. And proud sponsors of our Friday show. Uh, and, of course, part of, uh, also a proud sponsor of our Monday show now here on, on Inside New Orleans. All right. Uh, Obviously, a lot going on, as I talked about as we opened up the program. Look, I want to throw this out there real quick. Look, you know, guys, I, I dabble in politics in this show still. This was a show that was like, at one point, uh, 100% sports. Then it was recovery. Then it was, again, recovery, sports, and politics. And then it was, you know, kind of uh, sports and politics. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to the New Orleans City Council, man. Uh, I had my doubts, okay, because uh, I had individuals on that council that should have run for mayor this time around and maybe could have saved this city a lot of the pain that we're going through right now with true leadership. But I will say this, whether they're using their bully pulpit to be able to get, to get name recognition now for the next mayoral run, it makes no difference. Finally, 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 since the first time since Hurricane Katrina and, and, that, and that great um, uh, city council that, that evolved again from the aftermath of Katrina that stood up to Ray Nagin. We finally have a council standing up to a mayor. And I can tell you right now, almost everything they've done up to this point has checked the box in terms of reform. So congratulations to the New Orleans City Council. Keep it up. J.P. Morrell is leading the way. Uh, again, I've told you before, I've had conversations with, with, with J.P. on and off the radio for years, wanting him to run for mayor. He didn't do it this time around because he said he had, he had he promised his family he would not run for mayor until, his, I guess, his kids got out of grammar school. Uh, he, he's expected to run for mayor uh, in the next term. But, again, he's leading the charge here, and congratulations. Uh, and also, something I didn't say a couple weeks ago. Look. The city of Kenner had a lot of problems, okay? And, and all you got to do is turn on Fox 8 to see how many problems they got. Listen, look at, the, at the, uh, what the federal government is doing right now in terms of investigating Kenner city government. I give a lot of credit to the voters of Kenner. Uh, again, voting out the, the, the established um, uh, administration and, and putting in a new administration. Now, look, again, we know that Kenner politics, much like New Orleans politics, is very much intertwined. So, again, I don't know if the new boss is the same as the old boss. But I do know, again, they kicked out the old boss. So we'll see how it plays out. Much like St. Tammany did, right? St. Tammany got rid of all the boss hogs, all those individuals that, again, that were there when that was a sleepy country town that had pretty much dominated that particular parish forever and ever and ever. Uh, again, they came in and they put in new blood, and that, that, that parish is moving forward. So there's hope, maybe hope on the horizon here. And I've been saying it for years now, we need some uh, young and energetic in individuals who love their city, who love where they live and want to make a difference in New Orleans. And, and those people have to go into politics and to be able to make a change here because uh, we need to get on another trajectory. The one we're on right now is not a good one, especially when it comes to crime in our city, which um, is, is, is out of control. Meanwhile, again, as Rome burns, uh, you know, she fiddles, right? Uh, you know, she's, she's all about photo ops, meaning, again, the mayor. She's all about photo ops and not about getting things done. So thanks to the city council for, again, uh, filling that void of lack of leadership here in this city right now. All right, back to sports. 
let's head to this guest line. Uh, I love what he does. Again, uh, he's plugged in. Uh, he tells the truth in his writing. And, again, he's with us as much as I can get him on the program. Christopher Dotson of Pelican Scoop is with us on the show to break down tonight's game between the Phoenix Suns and the New Orleans Pelican. Chris, how are you? Hey, Eric, thanks for having me on. I've had an extra cup of coffee this morning because we're getting ready for a big weekend, but I'm doing pretty good. Hope you're doing the same. Oh, doing fantastic, man. How can you not? Okay, I mean, the, the vibe in the city right now is out, is out of sight. French Quarter Fest, the, the, the tournament, the golf tournament, Pels over the next uh, couple days uh, having a chance to be able to get into an elimination game against Phoenix. But don't want to put the cart before the horse here now. First of all, why don't you break it down for us. Give me your thoughts on, again, uh, what you see happening tonight. Obviously, Phoenix, as uh, as C.J. McCollum said, is a wounded animal without without Booker. How do you think they, they make up for Booker's points uh, and, and, of course, his presence on the floor? Let's take Phoenix first. Yeah, well, looking at just the Booker absence and specifying that one, you're going to have Landry Shamet and Cam Johnson try and come in. Landry did fine getting 12 points a game when he, he filled in earlier in the season. But there really is – he's an MVP candidate. There is no filling in for Booker. You can try and replace that production, but we know it's not going to fall to the bench unit. It's going to be more Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton trying to carry more of the load. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to is to see how those two guys interact in their offense to try and pick us apart. Because they've been kind of separated until Booker was out. Because Booker, you know, he was kind of the, the unit that held everything together. Got it from Chris Paul's point play to end the paint and getting eight and some, some touches. So now they've got to kind of bridge that gap and, and have no in-between. So that that's what I'm looking forward to seeing from how Phoenix is going to attack the Pelicans. Obviously, Chris Paul, it's personal for him coming back home uh, where he started his career. Uh, um, he had a really good game one, looked again a little bit maybe uh, uh, tired in game two. But it's on his shoulders now to be able to get his team now, uh, you know, uh, uh, through through this this series. Um, talk about his play tonight. Uh, what do you think he's going to do? And then would you flip it as well and say, how are they going to guard Chris Paul tonight? Who's going to end up guarding Chris Paul? If they're trying to slow him down. Well, see, that's why I must be the only sports writer in New Orleans that kind of feels bad for Chris Paul because he woke up this morning knowing he's playing 42 minutes. And for 38 of those, he's going to have either Jose Alvarado or Herb Jones just hounding. And that, that's just one of the tough jobs that you could ask a professional sports is to try and get through those two guys. You're not going to get a second off. But on that end, I think he's going to just be more aggressive. He's going to look more for his spots in the pull-up game, try and get to that elbow and hit that elbow jumper that we, we watched him make since his rookie year. So it won't be anything new from Chris Paul. It'll just be a lot more of it. And he'll try and be more refined. I think that he's been the last few games. He was still knocking off Russ, coming off of that hand injury, and then they got another week off because they had to wait for the play-in tournament. So we're going to see if Chris Paul, how much is Father Time, uh, you know, a chip on his shoulder, a monkey on his back tonight, as opposed to him being, still being a leading man. Offensively, how do the Pelicans attack the Phoenix Suns without Booker on the floor? And you, you, there's no way you should change anything from game two. Everything was working. The first half, you know, you were right there. It was only a six-point deficit going into half. Blew them out. I really think after they shook off those jitters and they started finding out who they were, this team's just going to stick with CJ. They're going to stick with B.I. They need to get Giannis a few more touches maybe. They maybe need to get Devontae Graham a few less. So hopefully it evens out. Maybe they even attack whoever they put on Jackson Hayes. That's where Devin Booker had been hiding out with his 
If Jackson right. was in the corner three, Devin Booker had a foot in the paint almost. Now they're going to be able to attack that a lot more. I think they're, they, they were doing that anyway, even with Booker on the floor. And you'll just see a lot more of making that person stay honest so they can't pack the paint on, on our big three. Yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today about uh, the situation with Hayes as opposed to, again, having Trey Murphy in the game and Murphy's ability to knock down that three. I love the athleticism of Jackson Hayes, and he has to be active as a player on the court for him to be effective, especially if they're going to try to double-team B.I. And, and, and Brandon Ingram. He's got to give them, much like a good receiver gives the quarterback uh, a, a good landing point for, for again, the, uh, the pass to be able to be caught. Uh, he's got to be able to, again, get to a position where he can make something happen around the rim when that happens. I'm hoping that we're going to see that type of energy out of him uh, for really for the rest of these playoffs. Right. If the, if the game plan is have him standing in the corner, it's a bad game plan. If he's standing in the corner it's on his own devices, it's, it's bad play. If he's only going to give 10, 12 minutes like he's been doing, that's great because Jackson Hayes can still go off for 10, 12, 16 points in 12 minutes just from a mm-hmm. few transitions, hit one of those threes, get a couple put-back dunks, and you call that a night. You've got energy off the bench, energy, you know, maybe he stays in the starting unit a few more games. Eventually, I think, yeah, Trey Murphy or Larry Nance will be in there. But it, it, that's all up to Jackson and how he takes advantage of this opportunity that he has. Uh, getting to go against maybe some players that aren't going to keep him as quiet as he's been this series. As a New Orleans media member, you've probably been as close to the, to, to the Zion Williamson situation as anyone. Uh, again, a lot of people, myself included, want to see him on the court for 12 to 18 minutes, coming off the bench, giving Phoenix something else to be able to prepare for, especially now with Booker out. Uh, it seems as though, again, that he is out for the series. But what are you hearing about this series and beyond if they are to advance? Uh, the only two things I know for certain, this will be the first time I've said on the radio, I did publish about Zion. The conversation's still on the table. They haven't taken anything off the table. And the conversation has went from, you know, it, it was just the medical doctors, that sort of thing. The conversation's out of that in room now. And you're including the front office. You're including Zion a bit. And you're also, I know for a fact, they're including Willie Green in this. Because that, that would change up his game plans, rotations. That's a lot to mm-hmm. throw his way, you know, just out of the blue this late in the season. You've got to kind of have his voice to ramp it up. But I know that it's still on the table. It's still a possibility. And they are starting to rope in more of the most important voices that'll be, you know, that'll be in that locker room. That'll be trying to build chemistry. That'll be trying to adjust if he does come back and that, that winds up being the case. I don't know if it's this weekend. Probably not. I don't, I'd, bet, I'd bet my paycheck on it. But if right. they can get to a game six, game seven, game, uh, series, you know, second round, then why would you keep him out? I, I don't know that for a fact, but that's got to be a question that's thrown about. Why would we keep a healthy player out that can come in and change the game? And at this point, Zion can't argue about spurts because Steph Curry's doing it in Golden State. Exactly. Exactly. Come And, and look, you don't, you're not going to mess up the chemistry of the starting lineup right now. Uh, he's got to be a guy that, again – has to kind of kind of ease his way in as well, and he has to fit. Before in the past, everybody had to fit. Now he's got to fit uh, with this team. So we'll see how that plays out. Chris, I know you got another interview coming up, so I do want to get the I want to get some keys from you. What do the Pels have to do to be able to win this game tonight? First, keep keep winning that rebounding battle. Keep you honest, Valanciunas active on the boards. Keep him out of foul trouble. That's that's for everybody. It's foul trouble will kill this team's momentum quicker than anything. That, that would be my second key. And the third one is back to Willie Green's point. Just hit the open shot. 
this team had open shots that first game, and everybody's talking about 34 points. Look, they missed 14 open shots. So the key to the game, just just stay true to yourself. This team stays true to itself. It will be fine. All right, then let me let me throw the uh, the Monty Williams cap on you again. Is he is he adjust now for life without uh, Devin Booker? Uh, again, uh, uh, talk a bit about again what you think he's how he's going to attack the Pels tonight. I think you'll see a lot more trapping and blitzing. We've seen CJ have a problem with that, especially when Bi was missing games. Uh, we we had that. Uh, I forget which game it was. That that we could, we couldn't even get a shot off in the last few seconds because they blitz CJ. I think you're going to see a lot more of Bonnie Williams saying your two best two players aren't going to be there. There's that that is what I'm expecting from Phoenix is for them to play desperate and play fast and play hungry and play to the double team. And I'm expecting that kind of game. Chris, tell us about Pelican Scoop. Tell us about everything you're involved in, how folks can follow you on social media as well. Hey, Pelican Scoop, I just started that over uh, with Kyle Mosley, David Grubbs, part of the team, Terry Kimball. Sports Illustrated just started a Pelican-specific, dedicated site. We're running that now. You can find me over at Doing It Dodson on Twitter. Uh, and then Pelican Scoop is the handle for, for the for the main site, and you can see every article we repost there. We do videos, interviews, stuff like that as well. So y'all come check us out. Doing a great job over there as well. Always appreciate your, your time and, of course, your, your um, expertise. We'll check in with you soon, my friend. Have a great weekend. You too. Likewise. Christopher Dotson, Pelican Scoop, uh, again, part of SI Network. Uh, joining us on the program. All right, don't forget about Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. A lot of folks, again, take their vehicle in for tires o- over a weekend because you have to work through the week. Maybe, again, you've been putting off getting that oil change or getting the vehicle uh, uh, checked out uh, by a professional. Maybe you got some issues that, that with the vehicle. Bring it on over to Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. First of all, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area bar none something for everyone's budget you got a tire in mind they can get it for you okay they can reach out to the manufacturer and get it for you also tires and wheels up to 30 inches financing available so you can finance it over time then when it comes to again taking care of your vehicle whether it's the preventive maintenance that you should be doing constantly to keep that vehicle on the road or something breaks down for you oh man look let me tell you right now uh, you've got, first of all, ASC certified technicians, high certification in the industry, same as the dealership. And then if your car is out of warranty and you're looking for that same diagnostic equipment you get the dealership for today's vehicles, I mean, you got to have it, right? Southern Tire has the latest diagnostic equipment you can get. And I will say this, they may trump what, what uh, dealerships have. More, again, uh, state-of-the-art uh, diagnostic equipment. Right? Again, just if you walk into the shop, uh, they're a one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires bar none. Uh, and if you've got damaged rims, don't forget, they can repair those rims for you as well. Get them good as new. And if you need new rims, they got they got you covered as well. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's, it's, um, it's Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot some, uh, some of the issues you may be having with your vehicle. Whether it's your fleet account or your own personal vehicle, you want to keep it on the road, go see my friends over at Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, it is the William Grant family to still is Friday extravaganza. I am your host, Eric Asher. We're going to be right back after these messages. We're going to have Les East of CrestedSports.com and Saturday Down South join us on the program. Stick around, won't you? 
1061 Nash Icon wants you to imagine scoring 25K. What would you do with that money? Listen at the top of every hour between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. for our national text keywords. For your shot at 100 bucks, you win $100, you're instantly qualified for 25K. It's the 25K payday, all from the New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you only pay for what you need. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. 10 delays are solid from the 310 to power, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. If you're traveling along the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are going to be heavy on the 610 going westbound from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are going to be heavy from Lafayette Street to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And in the meantime, look out for accidents on your surface streets, Almanaster at Louisa, also Basin at St. Louis, and Poydras at South Galvez. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. 
Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanicgrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart when it comes to generator sales and service. They got you covered. Single day install for you. Sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator to get the, uh, to generate uh, power for your home when the electricity goes out uh, or, for, or for your business. Uh, and then, of course, remember, financing available for generators. You can finance it over time. Uh, that single day install, that's a pledge. I mean, once they put you on the calendar, they'll get in there and get you a single day install. Uh, next, um, again, the, is the 24-7, 365 emergency service. Uh, look, even even during, again, uh, the, the times of a storm, once everything dies down, uh, they, they, they can get to you. They'll come out and, again, repair your generator if necessary. Uh, again, the warehouse has, has all the parts you need for your generator. So, again, uh, whether it's generator sales and service, also remember that new install quality check after one month. They do that for everything they install for you. Burkhart. Again, Burkhart come, uh, has, has generators in stock right now ready to install in your home. Generous sales and service to their business. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka. Don't forget about Henry's Neptunia uh, uh, Gin. The, again, that uh, super premium gin that's in limited edition. Also, uh, all-star lineup of scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Don't forget about Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. Uh, you've also got Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, as well as uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, part of the bourbon portfolio, Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum along with Sailor Jerry Rum and every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org, taking care of active military members, uh, retired military members, and, and their families. Again, so again, www.gotourtroops.org, a reach for Sailor Jerry Rum, all part of the portfolio of William Grant, independent family distiller since 1887, a fifth-generation Scottish family distiller. All right. Let's head to the guest line. First of all, thanks to uh, Chris Dotson for joining us in the program. Also, Mike Vazan, the first hour. We turn uh, our attention to our good friend, uh, Les East, award-winning journalist and accomplished author uh, from Saturday Down South, CrestedySports.com. Les, welcome to the show. Good to have you back, my friend. It's good to be back, Eric. Before we get started, tell the folks about your book. Again, it's, 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 it's beach time. A lot of people like to grab, again, uh, great books to go out and read on the beach, head out for vacation. be a good time to be able for them to grab your book and, 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 and uh, take that on vacation with them. Tell us all about it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's uh, called Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a uh, political novel that also has a lot of elements uh, dealing with sports and the, the similarities between those two entities and uh, I think it's a, a good read on the beach or elsewhere, and folks can get it uh, online at any of the major platforms, uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, etc. So uh, hopefully uh, folks will pick it up. Yep, and uh, it's, it's a really good read, folks. So, uh, again, uh, check it out. 
uh, if, if you if you you know, especially like if you have some time on your hands, heading on a vacation, or maybe again you're a you're a book reader. You're somebody that again that's 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 looking for a good book to read. Uh, make sure you check it out. Let's let's start with again this this huge weekend for the city. Obviously, with the French Quarter Fest going on in downtown New Orleans, across the river in in uh, in Avondale is the uh, Zurich Classic in New Orleans. With again its team play, and of course tonight and on Sunday night, uh, games three and four, Pelicans versus uh, the Suns. Let's take that first. Um, your your thoughts on this series thus far, and um, and then we'll kind of jump into the minutia. Well, I think it's uh, really opened a lot of eyes with the way the, the Pelicans have played, especially the last six quarters. You know, the, they got down 19, I believe, at halftime in game one, and that was, you know, 48 hours after they'd gone on the road and won their second elimination game in three days. And I think mentally and physically they were a little bit burned out, and, and the Suns were extremely well-rested. And uh, they just came out breathing fire and, and got the, the Pelicans back on their heels. Pelicans got within six points in the second half, and then Chris Paul took over. But still, I thought under the circumstances, that was a pretty competitive effort by the Pelicans. And then for them to come back in game two and win, and win by 11 points on the road, that was extremely impressive. Now, a lot of people will point out that you know, Devin Booker, who had 31 points at the half, got injured in the third quarter and left the game. And I, I'm sure we'll talk more about that because it, it looms over this series. But, you know, he he didn't score in the third quarter before the injury happened about seven minutes into the quarter. And the Pelicans had taken the lead before the injury. So I don't think you can dismiss that victory at all because of the injury. It was It probably would have happened, in my opinion, even if Booker hadn't gotten hurt. So for them to perform as well as they did after that slow start in the in the first half of game one, I think has been extremely impressive. One of the best stories in the NBA playoffs so far. And these next two games this weekend are really going to be fascinating. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, let's take it from the Phoenix perspective first. Again, they lose again their, their, their top scorer. Uh, really, you know, I would consider their top player on the team in Booker. Uh, what does Bonnie Williams do to counteract that, in your opinion? Well, that's a good question. I think that the the best thing the Suns have going for them, and this was on full display uh, really in both games in Phoenix, but especially in game one, is the way they share the basketball. And, you know, as good as Booker is, and he's one of the best young players in the NBA, you know, they, with Chris Paul leading the way, they share the ball, they move without the ball, they take good shots, uh, and so they can they can make up for his absence uh, through the team, not just one individual, because they will just continue to move the ball and let Chris Paul direct the offense and just continue to get good shots for whoever happens to be in the right place at the right time. So I think they're going to try and make up for his absence through a team effort by just doing what they do best. And the problem they have, I think, and, and Devin Booker's a perimeter player, but the problem they've had in the first two games has been rebounding. And it's it's not going to matter who takes Devin Booker's shots from the perimeter if they don't figure out a way to keep the Pelicans off the glass, especially the offensive glass, better than they have the first two games. 
I agree with you, which means, again, Aiton has to be a big a big uh, uh, a player tonight and, and going forward in the series. But that's been really kind of the tail of the tape, right? Pell's ability to be able to get in the paint, dominate the paint, it really didn't help in the first game because they had a case of jitters. As you mentioned, also maybe a little tired. They missed a lot of point-blank shots in, 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 the, um, in the paint that maybe would have changed the course of, of, the, um, of the game. But we saw in the second half how much better they played. And then, of course, that carried over into game two as well. How does Willie Green keep his team grounded without Booker on the floor? And what adjustments does he make now uh, to be able to take on the Phoenix Suns? Well, I I don't know that that he makes a lot of uh, adjustments. I I think he he talked after practice yesterday and he said, you know, know, C.J. McCollum had referred to them as a wounded animal. And he says, you know, I don't think they're a wounded animal. He said, you know, with Devin Booker, they're really good, and without him, they're still really good, and and that's true. And I I think his his uh, demeanor, I think, over the last 24 hours or so, has been to emphasize that this is still the best team in the NBA. This is a team that went to the finals last year. This is a team that can go back to the finals, uh, and so they have to worry about the players that are on the court and not the guy who's not going to be dressed out tonight and presumably on Sunday. And the Pelicans just have to do what they've been doing. They, they've been uh, rebounding, like I said. They got out and ran a lot more in game two than they did in game one. Brandon Ingram has been transcendent uh, after a slow start in game one. Uh, McCollum's been really good, but they've, their role players have stepped up. They've been getting five and six guys in double figures. Larry Nance has been huge in this series. And I think that's what Willie Green's focus is going to be uh, on for this game is just keep doing what we've been doing. And to get back to the rebounding for a second, in the two play-in games and the two playoff games so far, the Pelicans have out-rebounded the three teams combined. I think it's 205 to 147. So this is something that's been dominant. Uh, ever since that first play-in game. If they're able to keep that up, I'm not sure it's going to make a whole lot of difference whether Devin Booker is out there or not. You you know, Les, it's been the tail of the tape the entire season. When this Pelican team plays in the paint, okay, uh, when they don't settle for three-point shots, when they move the basketball, uh, when, when they are physical, they win, okay, or they're in the game. Uh, and they play their best basketball when, when they're that. When they isolate, go ISO, when, they, again, guys are sitting out there just, just jacking up threes, that's where they have their issues. Look, as long as they're touching the paint, as long as they're in the paint, they're battling for, re, for rebounds. Uh, again, that, and, that, and, of course, the smothering defense, which in a lot of cases creates easy offense for them, okay, they're going to be fine. It's when they get lackadaisical, lazy, maybe want to go a little bit too much one-on-one is when they have their issues, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, they've upgraded their three-point shooting with, with C.J. McCollum and with uh, Trey Murphy the third, especially, and Herbert Jones to a lesser degree. But the key is taking good threes within the flow of the offense. And they've had uh, some games here down the stretch where they have uh, had a lot of dribble penetration, gotten a lot of points in the paint, and the defense has had to compensate for that. And then they've been able to drive and kick 
and get good looks from three, and they've been able to take advantage of those opportunities. The threes have to come within the flow of the offense and be quality looks. Yes. Go inside first, play inside out, which is the way most teams prefer to play because it's more effective, and they have the weapons to take advantage of that if they establish themselves inside first. And I think with mm-hmm. the atmosphere we're going to have in the Smoothie King Center, uh, I, I don't think – uh, they are going to have any problem having the energy necessary to attack the basket and, and play the kind of offense you want them to play. I agree. How does this team handle Chris Paul, knowing that Chris Paul probably has to take a more prominent role for the series going forward? Well, one of the more interesting things in, in the first two games was when Willie Green put Jackson Hayes on him for a, a stretch of the second quarter and, and really disrupted uh, what Chris could do because of his length. And now I don't think that's something that they're going to be able to do uh, for a, a significant amount of time during the games. But I think you're going to rotate different guys onto Chris. I think Herb Jones is still going to draw him quite a bit. Not having Booker out there enables them to put uh, Herbert Jones on Chris Paul more frequently. Then you run Hayes at him periodically to get some size on him. I think even Trey Murphy could guard him at some point. So I would expect to see Herbert Jones picking him up in the backcourt, even if it's token pressure. And they're going to run different guys at him, fresh bodies, and just try and wear him down. Because as great as Chris is, he can't play 38 minutes at an elite level like he did during his prime mm-hmm. with the Hornets and Pelicans. And then even after he left, he, yeah. he's just he's showing his age just a tiny bit, but just enough where um, it, it, you can wear him down. And I think fresh bodies are going to be uh, utilized to do that. I, I hate to put you on the spot, but let me ask you, what, what do you think? Tonight, Sunday night, is it is it? Is it possible, this, this, uh, a good possibility, this team could go back to Phoenix 3-1? I think it's possible. Uh, I, I think uh, if the Pelicans are going to win this series, and I, I give them roughly a 50-50 shot of actually winning this series, I think it, it, they really need to win tonight. I think it becomes much, much harder for them to win the series if they give back home court right away. If they go out and win tonight, then they're – task on Sunday becomes that much harder because then you're going to have uh, the defending conference champions knowing they're about to go down three to one if they don't win and they will take the Suns best shot on Sunday Mm -hmm. Uh, no question about it and that'll be hard but it wouldn't shock me if they won both games I think we'll learn more from tonight's game when we see just how well Phoenix is able to play without Devin Booker. And if they show uh, that they miss him and they struggle and the Pelicans win by double digits like they did in game two, then all of a sudden this series takes on a totally different complexion. Les East with us, award-winning journalist, Saturday Down South at com, also accomplished author. Let's let's shift gears to um, uh, the uh, – uh, LSU spring game tomorrow, 1 o'clock, SEC Plus on, on, on the uh, digital platform, also on the LSU, uh, uh, LSU website if you want to check it out there. Uh, what are you looking for tomorrow out of the spring game? Well, I think naturally everybody's going to uh, watch the quarterbacks and see how they perform. Uh, certainly you, you want to see the, the transfer from Arizona State. He's kind of a, you know, the latecomer to what, 
what could mm-hmm. be a four-man race to be the starting quarterback. Realistically, I don't think we're going to see anything uh, tomorrow that, that's going to clarify who's going to be the starter against Florida State in September. But I think uh, it will be an opportunity to see what Brian Kelly's offense is going to look like, at least a hint of that, and how the quarterbacks look in going uh, about that. Does Garrett Nussmeyer uh, grown up since last fall? Uh, Walker Howard, is he ready to compete as a true freshman? Uh, Miles Brennan, does he show rust? And then, you know, again, the quarterback from Arizona State, the, the one true dual threat among the four. I think all of that's going to be interesting to watch. But the thing I'm going to be more interested in, I think, because it's it's the bigger question mark at this point, I think they're going to have a good quarterback one way or another. But how does the offensive line perform, and do they look like they have right. – uh, multiple running backs they can count on, you know, with, with kind of leaving. Now you have, you know, Noah Kane and, and John mm-hmm. Emery who didn't play last year. You know, that's pretty much what they're looking at as their, their featured backs. And they have uh, basically a new offensive line. So I want to see how the offensive line performs and I want to see how the running backs look, because I think that's a really big question mark uh, and will continue to be one over the summer. I'll add a position there as well. I want to see how the corners play uh, because, again, they've, they've had a, a big turnover there in terms of the cornerback position. Uh, but also, again, we know that this is an elite wide receiving core for, for LSU, even, again, with the defections that they have, they've had. Um, I want to see, how, again, how they match up there as well because, look, it's DBU. Uh, but, again, it's not going to look like DBU this year when you look at, again, the attrition on the back end. Yeah, and I think one of the interesting things to watch in the entire secondary, not just the cornerbacks, is how the transfers do. Because They have a handful of guys coming in from other programs, a couple of guys from Arkansas, and they, they got UL, and uh, I think there's another SEC transfer. I can't even keep track of all of them. There are five right. or six DBs. Of course you have I think it's Burns. 16 transfers in total, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and the, the position where they've had the most is in the secondary. And if you count Major Burns, who came from Georgia last year. And so uh, I, I think there's a, a South Carolina, I believe the kid from Rummel was at South Carolina, and there may be one from West Virginia. So they have players with college experience, a lot of them uh, in, in Power Five conferences. So how those guys are able to uh, upgrade the secondary is going to be significant because you don't want to be going into the SEC with a bunch of true freshmen playing in the secondary. So these guys who transferred in with major college experience, I think, have the possibility of shoring up that secondary significantly. Uh, But again, that's going to be one of the big stories that develops over the course of the summer. Surprised that Jarvis Landry walked away without a contract? No, not really. I think uh, he's in a situation similar to his former LSU teammate and Tyron Matthew in that both guys uh, probably want more money than the Saints can afford to pay at this point. So the Saints are going to wait and see what they can get in the draft at those two positions. And also they're going to let the market tell those guys what their value is and if the market isn't what they think it is and they're able to bring their asking price down a little bit 
then I think maybe the Saints can get a deal done. But I, I just think right now the dollars aren't adding up because the, the Saints are limited under the cap, and both guys uh, rightfully think they can get pretty good money on the open market. So I think that's something that's going to play out uh, based on who the Saints are able to get mm-hmm. in the draft and what those guys are able to command in the open market. Boy, a heck of a field out of the Zurich this weekend, huh? Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. It's the best field this tournament has had since they went to the team format. And uh, so it's been uh, – it's a great field. It's shaping up to be a really good tournament. And I think uh, based on the forecast, knock on wood, it looks like the, the weather's going to cooperate pretty well. You know, they've had some rain issues in previous years. I don't yes. think that's going to be a problem this year. Uh, you know, this is the first time they, they've been able to go back to an unlimited gallery after being limited mm-hmm. last year and not having the tournament two years ago. So I think it shapes up to be as good a tournament as they've had, especially since they've gone to the team format. And I think the fact that this is a President Cup, Cup, President Cup year yeah. uh, has helped attract those people so that they can uh, – uh, practice in that format as they get ready for the President's Cup in the fall. Always great to have you, my friend. Love having you on both the radio and TV show. Tell the folks how they can follow you on social media and what you got coming up for us on CrestleySports.com and Saturday Down South. Uh, yeah, thanks, uh, Eric. I'll have a piece on the LSU spring game on Saturday Down South uh, tomorrow. Uh, I've had a lot of Pelican stuff this week. I'll have more. I'll be covering the golf tournament as well. Tomorrow for CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, so a lot going on now. Of course, the draft next week, uh, I'll certainly have coverage of that as well. So uh, folks can follow me uh, on Twitter at less underscore East. Thank you, my friend. Have a great weekend. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Eric. Les East, always, again, a great guest on our program. And, again, don't forget, a fantastic author as well. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new system, all I ask you to do is one thing. Let them come give you a price. That's all. Okay, I'm not asking you to buy. I'm asking you to let them give you a price. See what I've been talking about, again, for decades now. And see, again, what uh, those that, again, that, that uh, uh, utilize Burkhardt over the last 30 years have known. Again, the service after the sale. Again, the, the knowledge, uh, the trustworthiness. Again, having uh, the opportunity to be able to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And then, of course, uh, having that Burkhardt name standing behind everything that they do. Uh, again, if you're, if you're looking for a new AC system for your home or your business, uh, if you're, if you're a, a contractor and you're looking to work with, again, one of the best companies out there, and you already know that if you're a contractor, think Burkhardt. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. This is the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for William Grant product. Henry's Jim Malago Tequila Reka Vodka. Also, again, uh, all-star lineup of scotches. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey. The Balvini Scotch Whiskey. Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Monkey Shoulder. Also, uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Sailor Jerry Rum. Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum. Fistful of Bourbon Bourbon Whiskey. Hudson Bourbon Whiskey. And also Drambuie. All part of the portfolio of William Grant. Along with, again, the limited edition Henry's Neptunia. Uh, gin in the, in, the, in the super gin uh, category. Get out there and enjoy a William Grant product. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-9500. That's 1-800-885-9500. 1-800-885-9500. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at SelectQuote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. 
Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care's got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. That's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank uh, our guests today, Mike Vazan, Chris Dotson, also Lessies. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Uh, they make it happen for us. Please support the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slash of the sponsor. Sponsor our show. Thank you for sponsoring uh, for, uh, for supporting those sponsors. Thanks to those sponsors for sponsoring our program. Uh, Jordy Collada joins me on the award winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Check that out online or on WLAE or Pelican Sports Television. Also, the podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. You can check it out at your leisure. And as always, New Orleans, thank you so much for uh, tuning into the program. Have a wonderful weekend. Go Pels! Let's sweep the games here in New Orleans. We'll do it all over again Monday at 4 o'clock. UNO Baseball coming up. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful weekend. From the dog catch to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go.